0: Praise God. Good evening, more than beast teenagers. How are you all? My name is Delaco, and I'm blessed to be here today. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your words that you are placing on my mouth as I speak to your children about spirituality and making decisions as regards their spirituality and building a relationship with you, God. I pray, oh God, that you touch their hearts and may these words of mine bring life. And spring forth like trees in their hearts, in Jesus' name. This will not be seeds laid by the wayside, but it will be seeds planted in the hearts of your children, in Jesus' name, Amen. So I would like to go straight to the very first Bible verse that you know called out to me when I saw this. Um, when I saw the topic for today. About you know, speaking on spirituality, relationship, career choice, and education. And it's something that is very interesting because personally, in all of these things, in all of these aspects of my life, God spoke to me personally before I made any of these choices. And as I and as I continue to make these choices, I thank God for that foundation of listening to him and hearing him from a very young age because he has it has made it so much easier to hear him and know his voice right now you know the Bible says that my sheep hear my voice and they know him the sheep hear his voice and they know God so are you the sheep that hears God or are you the sheep that is confused Are you, are you the sheep that has the voice of the world so loud in your ears that you can't hear God when he speaks so the very first Bible verse that I would like us to look at is taken from the book of Ecclesiastes, verses 2, verse 1, and it says, Remember your Creator in the days of your youth, before the days of trouble come, and the years approach, when you will say, I find no pleasure in them. And this Bible verse is very profound because a lot of us seek God very, very late. We seek God when, when, things, when there is trouble. Some of us, the only time we remember to pray is when something has happened something very bad has happened maybe an accident maybe we are sick maybe we want to write an exam all of a sudden God becomes a person that we can think of and that is very sad because that's not how he's supposed to be we are supposed to learn him the Bible says that before we were formed in our mothers we knew us which means that God has a definite plan for each person a divine instruction manual that only he can give to you and if you are not in tune with it just imagine that the blender is being used to fetch water is it fulfilling its purpose is it fulfilling its purpose to the full capacity of what it can a blender that should be grinding pepper and grinding all sorts of smoothies is what they are using to fetch water does that make sense unfortunately so many people live their lives like that and that is not our portion in Jesus' name. And I'm so glad that you are hearing this now at the, you know, when your life is still forming so that you can know to hear God very quickly at the young age. So we see the life of Mary and Joseph and the Bible says that in Luke chapter 1 verse 20, 6 to the 38th, where the story about our angel Gabriel went to meet Mary to tell her that oh, she was going to give birth to Jesus. And a lot of us know that story how Jesus came about. Then Joseph was scared, he was was like, Oh, you just divorce her quietly. And then God said, No, you are going to marry this woman and you'll be the wife, and this is going to be your wife. And the only reason why that was possible, the only reason why that whole process was able to be orchestrated by God is because Mary and Joseph heard God. Can you hear God? Ask your neighbor, can you hear God? Do you know his voice? There's one particular verse that stands out to me, and it's Luke chapter 1, verses 30, verse 30, where it says, And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. How can a person find favor with God? How does a person find favor with God? You have to hear the voice of God to find favor with God. The angel was able to appear to her. The angel did not just appear to Mary because oh, all these years Mary has not been praying. All of a sudden an angel just appears to her. No, there was a familiarity that she had with God that made it possible for her to be able to encounter, have such a divine encounter. She was familiar with spiritual things. Let me now use myself as an example. So right from when I was young, you know, I had been saying it consistently since like I was four years old. I had been thinking that I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to be a lawyer. And, you know, my mom was a lawyer as well, but that was not even the reason why. I just knew that this is what I wanted. I would dream, have dreams as a child. I would see myself as a lawyer, even though I never really saw myself doing the traditional. Things that you know a lawyer should do but i knew that i was going to be a lawyer i knew that i was going to be a lawyer i was going to perform and lead a career that started with that foundation that started with that function and so when it came time to go to university i didn't really do well in my maths and as a result of that you know i couldn't go into the law faculty this let me just shorten this whole miracle short so in my second semester the um, NUC increased the quota for law in my school and so I was studying another course, diplomacy and they came to talk to us in that course that oh we are eligible to cross over to law if we have the good grades and everything but I had still not done my maths and so I was still not eligible and that broke my heart it made me very sad because I wanted to cross over to law and funny enough on the t- three days before the second semester exam, my dean, the dean of my faculty called me and said, oh, Mayolua, you are going to, you should, I think you should cross over So I'm like, oh, sir, so I don't have maths." He said, do you believe in God? I said, yes. He said, don't worry, cross over to law, and you would take out time from school to go and write your maths so that you can now have the full qualifications of being in love students but don't throw this opportunity away this man does not know me he has never seen me before he has never heard of me he just felt like ah this girl that wanted to cross over so why did she cross over again and then he just advised him and gave me the opportunity to cross over against everybody that was advising him not to give me a chance That this is too risky. We've never done this before. we never allowed this in any university. This is not allowed. Why are you giving her the chance? And he said, I will give her this chance. She will do it. And that was God's divine way of putting me into that thing. Remember that God had been speaking to me from an early age, telling me that I was going to be a lawyer. And even though everything around me looked like it wasn't going to happen like that, that was exactly how it happened. And so when people just say, Oh, eh, hey, I just studied this course. And I think I don't know, I don't know. And then I and then when I tell them that do you know that God can talk to you about the course that you are supposed to do? Do you know that God can lead you, God can guide you in what you are meant to be doing? They find it very strange. And I'm like, God leads, God speaks. You don't have to waste four years of your life in university studying a course that you know you know God can speak to you even before then. And even if you have already gone down a path where you are not supposed to go, God can still redirect you back to where you are meant to be. Hallelujah. Some, of, some people went to science class because of peer pressure. Some people went to art class because of peer pressure. Some people went to commercial class because of peer pressure. They are not really in the place that they are meant to be. And they know it. It is never too late. God can always redirect you back to his divine will. Hallelujah. That is for someone. And I pray that the person catches it in Jesus' name. So back to, you know, the topic for today. Mary and Joseph had cultivated a relationship where they could hear God properly. And so it was not hard for God to touch them, for God to influence the decisions that they were making. Some people now feel like, oh, now the in thing, the trending thing is to have, you know, a boyfriend, to be in a relationship. And I remember when I was in secondary school and I refused to be in a relationship and everyone everyone else was in a relationship you know the funniest thing is that now that we are older now that we are you know we've grown we are now young adults a lot of them regret dating at that time because they just exposed themselves to unnecessary trauma some people destroyed their purity destroyed their self-esteem and they could never put it back together again Some people were broken consistently from the moment they made that decision to date. From that time till now. Some people they dated so much they didn't even know what to do again. Because Mr. Right is nowhere to be found, according to them. Meanwhile, that was not how God designed it. Because it is trending does not make it right. Because it is the way of the world does not make it what God wants. Because it's the way of the the world does not make it the will of God. And so you need to be sensitive. You need to be spiritually sensitive. You need to hear God. You need to make sure that you always distinguish yourself from the crowd. Because guess what? God does not go for the crowd. God never goes for those in the crowd. God goes for the outliers, the ones that stand out. And no matter what you've done, no matter the kind of decisions you've made, it's never too late. God can always use you. Paul had persecuted Christians for so many years, and God still found him worthy to preach this gospel. That God said, with that same mouth that you used to go and destroy Christians, you will use it to declare the works of God. So do not think for one second that you own your life that you control the shape of your life you'll be shocked because life will surprise you in so many ways just so that you can be humble and know that there is a god who orders your footsteps some people say oh yes i have free will i have free will i have free will i have free will your free will is subject. it is subject to god's own will god's will God's will will always supersede your will. Yes, there are some things that you will do and God will let it slide. But there are some things that God will put his feet down and be like, No, go no further. And so you need to be sure that the decisions that you are making in your everyday life are in tune with what God wants for you. What do you think God wants for you? All these talents that God has given to you. You can sing, you can write, you can dance. You are good in academics. You have so many options in front of you. Which one? God, how do I measure all these things? How do I do what do I do with my future? Or a question of ah god, I really like this boy. He's very cute, he's very funny. What do I do? Should I date him? What if that person is supposed to be a friend, a destiny helper? And you destroy that entire bridge by Forcing yourself into a relationship before it's time. The Bible says in Songs of Solomon, it says, do not awaken love before it's time. There is time for it. Oh, enough time, ample time. When you are more mature, when your mind can handle it. Because guess what? Lost, lost in the structure of dating does not have the structure to handle the kind of responsibilities that come with love. It always ends in mistakes. Some mistakes that cannot be rectified. That's not your portion in Jesus' name. And so your relationship with God is key. Start building it now. Seek God now in the days of your youth. Seek Him now that it is day. Because night comes when no man can walk. Seek Him now. Build that relationship now. And it always starts by making jesus the lord of your life if you have not given your life to christ this is another chance for you to give yourself to god say it declare it that jesus is the lord of your life say jesus you are the lord of my life i invite you i invite you to come and take up every inch of me from today henceforth i serve you and only you i am called to declare the works of your salvation to preach this gospel fearlessly inviting even you that you have had you are working with god inviting into the parts of your life that you have never let him see before the past that you think that you are too that you are too ashamed to show him let him see let him see let him see and i will repeat that bible verse in ecclesiastes 12 1 again remember your creator in the days of your youth before the days of trouble come and the years approach when you will say i find no pleasure in them decisions are coming in your future decisions about marriage about career about this about that if you just are hearing go now how do you want to make those decisions May you not make wrong decisions. May you not go in the wrong direction. In Jesus' name, may God always order your path. For the Bible says that the path of the righteous is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter unto the greater day. That is our portion in Jesus' name. And so I declare that this word blesses you. It edifies you. It solidifies your faith in God and helps you to build a divine relationship with him. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen.